Hey everybody, welcome to the Greg and Dave Show. I'm Greg. I'm Dave. And we're glad to present to you episode 24. Hey, we appreciate your patience, appreciate your time. If you're watching us and checking us out, I had to go out of town last week for a memorial service. I'm the Greg, letter N, Dave Show at Outlook.com and keep giving us your feedback. The U.S. Virgin Islands has issued a subpoena to Tesla CEO Elon Musk for documents related to its suit against J.P. Morgan Chase, stemming from late billionaire Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. By just the news, the USBI government on Monday asked a judge to authorize it to serve the CEO via alternative means highlighting that it had been unable to track him down in order to serve him with a subpoena personally, Bloomberg reports. They even hired an investigative firm to find an address for Musk or tried to contact his lawyers, but to no avail. USBI indicated it had reason to believe that Epstein had attempted to refer Musk to the bank as a client and seeks documents from the billionaire as part of a broader investigation by the USBI into the bank. The USBI alleges that it enabled and benefited from Epstein's sex trafficking of young women. Quote, over more than a decade, J.P. Morgan clearly knew it was not complying with federal regulations in regards to Epstein-related accounts as evidenced by its too little, too late efforts after Epstein was arrested on federal sex trafficking charges and shortly after his death when J.P. Morgan belatedly complied with federal law. Close quote from Attorney General Dennis George said in December 2022. J.P. Morgan and Chase, they're like the dominant banking force now. Yeah, so you see that they, <laughs> they've, um, un, I don't know, uncovered is the right word but they are now speaking about celebrity ties that Epstein had mm -hmm. alright guys you remember how we've been talking about AI check this one out influencer creates AI girlfriend version of herself she hauls in more than 70,000 bucks in a single week more than 6 in 10 or 63% of men aged 18 to 29 are single, according to a Pew Research. Quote, young men are watching a lot of social media, they're watching a lot of porn, and I think they're getting a lot of their needs met without having to go out. Close quote. Psychologist Fred Rainbow, Rain, Rabinowitz told The Hill. Enter Karen, excuse me, spelled C-A-R-Y-N. Marjorie, Karen Marjorie, a 23-year-old influencer who has more than 1.8 million followers on Snapchat. Have you heard of her? No, uh -uh. I haven't either. Marjorie created an artificial intelligence chatbot she has dubbed Karen AI. Users of the chatbot pay $1 per minute to engage. Wow. It said she made $70,000 in a single week during the beta test. And she thinks it could rake in as much as $5 million dollars a month a dollar a minute once fully up and running 
Won't. Karen AI will never replace me, she told Insider. Karen AI is simply just an extension of me, an extension of my consciousness. With so many followers, she said she couldn't keep in touch with everyone. But with Karen AI, she might be able to cure loneliness. Knowing what we've said to you before about AIs, listen to this. Karen AI girlfriend uses OpenAI's GPT-4. Remember, we've heard that before. We know we're familiar with GPT-4, the highly advanced AI. Karen AI appears to have developed a dirty mind. Marjorie says the chatbot was not programmed to engage in sexually explicit conversations, but is doing so anyway. Now, you guys, if you've been following us, you remember we talked about this, how everybody's downplaying the advancement of AI, but we're always giving you examples of the AI doing something that it wasn't programmed to do. In other words, whether you want to call that learning, whatever. But I just, I don't know. But, but you know, in addition to that, as if the AI thing isn't bad enough, 63% of males between 18 and what? 25? 29. 29. 63%. Feminists. <laughs> The feminists have championed mm -hmm. the initiative of not needing a man-male companionship. And fellas are like, fine, this is what you get. Yeah, <laughs> excellent point. This <clears throat> is what you get. It's impressive that a woman has this savvy to capitalize on, on this um, mm -hmm. development. But that... I mean, they're not going to go through the hassle, you know, of, of dealing with feminist ideas and all of the drama that comes with that. they rather, like, deal with AI. That, that's sad, man. So, women, I hope you're taking stock. Yeah, that's sad on a lot of levels. Have you guys heard of the SPLC? You know that? The... Uh, Poverty Law Center, mm. Southern Poverty Law Center. Yep, yeah. that's it. Uh, this is from the Daily Signal by Tyler O'Neill, May 14th. The FBI appears, at least briefly, to have joined the, the Southern Poverty Law Center's attempt to demonize Roman Catholics who follow the church's teachings on marriage and who celebrate the Latin Mass. In a move, one traditional Catholic leader calls both embarrassing and foreboding. As I wrote in my book, Making Hate Pay, the corruption of the Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC has branded mainstream conservative and Christian nonprofits hate groups, placing them on a map with chapters of the Ku Klux Klan. SPLC brands Catholics as extremists if they still accept traditional church teaching on faith and morals. An absolute waste of an organization, just like the NWC. It is a waste, and what's killing me is these entities that want to put their trust and hope and faith in them. Despite the many hits to its credibility, the SPOC still carries a great deal of weight. Many prominent 
Democrats cited the SPLC's 50th anniversary in 21, and Biden has nominated an SPLC attorney to a federal judgeship. Amazon uses the SPLC hate map to screen applicants for its charity donation platform for years. And Apple CEO Tim Cook donated $1 million to the SPLC in 2017. The center has an endowment of more than $700 million and offshore accounts in the Cayman Islands. In 2012, a gunman used the hate map to target the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., planning to shoot everyone in the building. He pleaded guilty to terrorism charges and is serving a 25-year prison sentence. These corporations support this organization mm -hmm. and others like it, the NAACP, for fear of being called racist. That's like anything but that, which, which is, and it's the same thing that Black Lives Matter did. They threatened these people and said, if you don't get in on this, you know, we will expose you as, as racist and this and that. And the corporations out of fear go along with that nonsense. But it's crazy. And it is one of those things that's, that's a real travesty. A real, real travesty. And you see the same thing now with this um, corporate querying with all these corporations just coming out with this... Um, trans products and, and stuff target uh, uh, and, um, I've, yeah we've, you know, i'm sure everybody's heard about target in the yeah. news lately and they're yeah then uh, you know um <gasps> tuck yeah <laughs> i mean they're all doing it nike <laughs> was it nike or adidas i think it might have been adidas hmm. had a, a man in a swimsuit balls and all man <laughs> Quote, I have this suspicion that the SPLC was just laying the groundwork so that when the government gets far enough to the left, they can start using these resources like the hate map to silence people. Close quote. On, on that note, let me jump in with something here. When the government got far enough left, you know, they could exert some influence and, and pressure. And in that vein, that's the... Uh, civil case I was telling you about that uh, some people are regarding it as probably the most important civil case in American history to Missouri versus Biden so you remember when Jen Psaki was press secretary mm -hmm. and she was threatening these social media companies that they need to do more and to, uh, to silence unwanted, unapproved views. Um, I think those were exact words. The state of Missouri has filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration and making requests for evidence into discovery. And the government refused. So they kept pushing it to a bunch of uh, lower courts, like the Fifth Circuit Court, which is known, a known... Um, progressive um, court and they actually ruled in state in, in favor of the state they push the case to three or four different courts hmm. and every single one of them ruled in favor back to Missouri so 
what has what is happening is um they are suing on the grounds of um the uh threat to free speech when they were censoring people during the covid pandemic and so forth and um they requested documents from Jen Psaki specifically relating to that press conference that she had when she called. And they said that they don't have any documents. So they said, well, since you don't have it, we have to depose her. So they, they deposed her. And they kicked that uh, court. I can't remember which circuit. I think it might have been the fourth circuit or the ninth circuit. And the judge was like, I have to agree. <laughs> so, and this has been going on for the past two years. Wow. Yeah. And at every turn, the state has won their requests. So, it is still in the courts. The battle is still going on. But there has been a significant amount of effort and manpower that has gone in behind this case on that same note to fight back and to hold the government accountable for what they've done with respect to freedom of speech because it's easy to see that it costs lives when they only allowed one one thought one view one side of the argument but yeah i i think it's something that everyone should look up and uh the case is titled Missouri versus Biden. So anyone that's interested, I think you all should be interested. Uh, definitely something to follow up on and, and see. Um, because I have looked at this and I have not heard mm -mm. anything anywhere outside of the article that I found. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. Which, which says a lot. Just for your awareness, I, I think it's very important. Who knows how far this case will go? Um, but Missouri seems to have a very, very, very strong case um, as they bring this suit. So, wish them all the best. Yeah, definitely. DeSantis signs bill ending DEI programs in higher education. Alex Chorha. May 15th from the Daily Signal. I guess you've heard DeSantis's uh, redefinition of DEI, discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, that's more accurate than... I think it is. Anyway, I've got brought up DeSantis. I guess I want to kind of take a turn here and just say that personally, I'm frustrated with this bickering back and forth between Trump and DeSantis. It's great we got this many people interested or running, but it's going to be Trump or DeSantis. I don't think it's going to be anybody else. But here's my fear, is that recently I learned why DeSantis was running, because he's getting ready to become, I guess, a lame duck governor, or he, he won't be able to rerun again, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he's putting his name out there. But there's a good, I mean, I, I love what he's doing in Florida, you know? I mean, I really love how he's standing up to the culture wars. But my fear is that with Trump attacking him, that he's going to lose some of the, the base that DeSantis has. In other words, 
they're gonna there's gonna get a point where people are gonna get so angry and frustrated that they're gonna be like, well, screw him, I'm not voting for him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it'll split the party definitely. How much I don't know, but it definitely will. So we want to challenge you to remember what's at stake here. Whoever the nominee is, that's the person we need to vote for. We need to get behind and we need to support. So please, I get it while you're upset or I get it while you're irritated. I think it would have been classier if Trump just would have said, yeah, DeSantis is doing good down there. I, m- I remember going down there and helping him you know, boost his campaign and He's implemented a lot of, uh, of the Trump Trump stuff, and it's working out really good for him. That would have been a much better approach yep. than to calling him whatever. The sanctimonious. The sanctimonious <laughs> and meatballs and all this stuff. It's just... Yeah, it's unnecessary. Unne- it's, yeah, it's really petty, too. Yeah, I, and I think it does... I think it does the left favors. Yep. Because I think even before Trump declared his candidacy Soros was very vocal about the likelihood that he will run it is necessary for them to fuel a feud between DeSantis and Trump coming from him (laughs) that should tell you everything that you need to know I'd rather it not go like this I, I feel the same way that Greg does but don't buy into into what it is they they're trying to to incite or encourage because they know that's the only chance they have. Mm-hmm. So if they divide us, then yeah. Biden's gonna be reelected yeah. by default. So we understand your investment in a certain candidate, and we appreciate that and respect that. But just remember, your mission is to save the country. It's not to have warm and fuzzy feelings about the candidate that you want. So whoever the nominee is, that's who we need to support. Not get irritated or angry or petty about it and lose the country through the process. Anyway, I don't know how what analogy to use. Maybe you could use a boxing match. <laughs> I guess. I mean... It's going to get bloody, and people are going to get bruised, and feelings are going to get hurt. Uh, but remember, after the boxing match, they usually give the old hug and say, you know, good fight. So we got to go with whoever. Because any, any of the candidates that are available now are better. Yeah, Biden. that is true. All right, just to let you know, we report both sides. From the Daily Signal, pro-life groups are pushing back against former President Donald Trump's claim that the movement against abortion finds Florida's new pro-life legislation too harsh by Mary Margaret Olihan, May 15th. We can look into that for more detail. What is too harsh about it? Trump discussed uh, abortion during an interview with The Messenger in which he repeatedly criticized DeSantis calling him disloyal. He also weighed in on Florida's new heartbeat law, which prohibits doctors from knowing, performing an abortion on a baby whose age is determined to be more than six weeks. 
The law provides exceptions if the mother is a victim of rape, incest, or human trafficking. So, with the... I'm not sure about the human trafficking because that has skyrocketed over the past few years. But I don't even think that any of those reasons listed are are legitimate reasons to get Less, They're not. But that's the straw man that they'll use, right? Less than 1%. I mean, and it's not even... 0.5%. It's even less than that um, of unwanted pregnancies that fall into that category. And that is what they're using as the straw man for this argument, which is absolutely ridiculous. Just from a numbers perspective. But I mean, even if you're saying that abortion is wrong because it's the killing of a baby. This is still killing a baby. <laughs> I mean, anyhow you slice it, you need to like figure out what what you are for. I'm yeah. not for that. Yeah, I think I, it's there, wrong. There, yeah, there's no middle. I have no middle ground with because that. Because the yeah. baby is not at fault, regardless of it being incest or rape or human trafficking, which I guess is another way to say rape. I mean, anyway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brace yourself, folks. A former Biden aide predicts SCOTUS could outlaw black history. So by Virginia Kuta by the DailyWire.com, May 14th. MSNBC hosts Simone. Is that how you say it? Simone? Simone? Yeah, Simone. 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 Simone Sanders gave a dire warning in her follow- uh, to her followers on Saturday, claiming, that the Supreme Court was poised to make a series of radical decisions ranging from outlawing black history to allowing daycares to refuse Jewish children. Something wrong with these people, you know. <laughs> you really believe that that's what the Supreme Court's thinking? Sanders, who served as a prominent member of Joe Biden's campaign before becoming the chief spokeswoman for VP... Kamala Harris argued that it was not hyperbole to suggest that the current court might use the cases before it to do these things and worse. These people are unhinged. They are. are (laughs) Now, anyway, you know, I I, I could be a bit provocative. You know, they're saying the same garbage about DeSantis not teaching black history. Yeah, that when they when it's that an actual particular mandatory in, yeah. in Florida that they do teach black history. But you see, this is a thing, right? And I feel like I have a a bit of of license here, but I think the whole Black History Month thing is how should I be kind? Is racist? That too, but it it. it, it <laughs> It, I, I could do without it. I'll put it that way. I think Morgan Freeman said it best. Uh, you know, stop calling it black history. He it, says black history is American it history. It is. It absolutely is. I mean, you have the history of the country, American history, of which you have contributors and contributions from every different ethnic group. But it is American history nonetheless. And I think when they 
because they're the only people that have history month blacks no a whole month a whole month they're not the only ones who has one now we have gay pride month oh well that's not history though (laughs) (laughs) but seriously think about that we have we just came through memorial day right memorial day one day but we're gonna have a whole month for gay pride yeah now who 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 better serve this country the veterans get one day and the gay pride get a month yeah it's 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 outrageous yeah and these these initiatives have no good intention they are not done in a, a spirit of earnest to celebrate the contributions no. that black Americans have made to this country uh, for hundreds of years. It is used as a tool to uh, perpetuate victimization. It is used as a tool to perpetuate hatred and bigotry and everything that is wrong with our society today. That, that's all it does. It, it, it does nothing good to bridge the divide or the gap that we have in our society today. And, and the country is the most divided that it's ever been. And that doesn't help. In addition to which, the more than half of the people that are revered during this this period people that uh, that perpetuate more harm than good in the black community give you a case in point i was i was watching a a stand-up short about this i think i might have sent it to you where this guy so you remember when they were trying to ban baby it's cold outside christmas baby it's Mm -hmm. cold outside right while they were trying to ban that song Cardi B's song was number one in the country for over a month. WAP. You could look up what WAP means. <laughs> Alright. But this dude, the guy read the lyrics of the first verse of each song. And you need to post this in the show notes. You have to. I'll find it and send it to you. And suffice it to say that the country has lost its mind. <laughs> I mean, unequivocally. And again, she was handpicked as uh, an influential person from the black community to sit down with the president. Really? That's the best she can do? <laughs> you have people like... Well, what, well, the president sat down with the... the real insurrectionists uh, in that courtroom. You remember those three people? Yeah, yeah. He sat down with them who were, they were actually insurrectionists. What is an insurrection? Disrupts the governing body. Or any government function or any act of government. And they came in there with their megaphone and yeah, it's, it's incredible. But these are the people who are celebrated as as visionary, as as disturbers, as as people that that won't accept injustice. What injustice? Yeah. This guy, 
uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce just bought a $200 million house in California. <laughs> well, even the BLM founders were buying mansions, Yeah, I right? think Patrice is in some trouble now, you know. I think she has some legal... She got dropped from Warner Brothers um, for not producing content. Uh, go figure. Right? Signed this contract with Warner Brothers and produced zero content. So they dropped her. And I think she has some other legal troubles now. But my point is, if you can afford to buy a $200 million house, there is no system of oppression that is stopping you from doing so. Case in point, Sean Carter and Beyonce knows. Good for them. They got the money. But there is no strong man over them telling them, no, 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 you can't do that. Right, and that is the same for every black person in this country. Mm-hmm. If you have the willingness and the drive and the ability to do it, you can do it. Period. There is nothing stopping you. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously plenty of examples. You know, Samuel Jackson. Uh, Dude was a crackhead. <laughs> he was a homeless drug addict in Atlanta. One of the most prolific actors of his generation. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I mean, as far as anybody keeping you down, it's just you listening to the Democrat Party and believing that there is something out there keeping you down. Yeah. But it's kind of hard when you have examples of blacks being hugely successful to believe it. Demonstrably successful. Even in the Clarence Thomas, you can. So even in the political realm, you could be successful. In entertainment industry, academia. Look at Thomas Sewell. Thomas Sewell. Larry Elder. Larry Elder, and then um, look in the freaking athletic section. How many black athletes are hugely successful? So whether regardless of the sport. Yeah. And you see the new thing now. So there was this book that was written uh, some years ago called uh, $40 Million Slaves, which is just preposterous to me. Because the last time I checked, no one had a gun to your head to join any pro sports league. All right, so I, I probably missed the boat on that one. But um, there, this guy that has a new book... Um, and the gist of the book is how the NFL owners are positioning themselves to run the NFL like a, uh, a slave plantation or something to that effect. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I, like, oh boy. I will tell you, uh, there is an outfit in this country that despises happiness <laughs> there is it's called the democrat party yeah I, I know a young man that got drafted in this last draft here from here lives in Greason. got drafted by the chiefs right that boy dedicated his life to football from the time he went to high school. Even before that, um, 
middle and elementary school he decided that he wanted to play football and everything he did was to that end and he worked and sacrificed and put himself in the best possible position um, to get where he is and he got drafted by the Super Bowl winning team alright how is he a victim in that scenario you see something has to be wrong mentally and, and in your soul to take something like that and and tarnish it with 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 this kind of this kind of rhetoric victimization and 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 slave plantation i mean really so here's a tip if you want to be successful at something and really pursue it that interests you you need to turn off cnn or any of its ilk um that's for that's the only place that you're going to hear you can't do it and you need assistance to do it but if you turn all that garbage off you'll be successful like all these examples and millions of others that we didn't name oh my god does afghan national on fbi terror watch list crossed border i've heard about this one. by daniel <laughs> chitton may 14th from the daily wire U.S. Border Patrol agents reportedly arrested an Afghan national on the FBI's terrorism watch list who illegally entered America by crossing in southern border, its southern border with a group of migrants last week. So That's all I want to say about that. Two, two things. All right. Open border. <laughs> They're saying that these people are seeking asylum. All right. I actually had this conversation with my parents uh, not too long ago. I remember when we talked about a 40-year-old man with the beard yeah. saying he's 17. <laughs> Incredible. I'm seeking asylum. But here, here is the thing, right? The international standing law or requirement or whatever it is for asylum is you have to seek asylum in the very next country the nearest yeah country to you right. last time i checked <laughs> there are a couple countries between somalia mm -hmm. and and china mm -hmm. and afghanistan and iran I, I don't know i know the map changed <laughs> you know over the past hundred years or so yeah but they don't teach geography anymore yeah i guess but I think there are a few places between here and there. So by no stretch are these legitimate asylum claims. But they're, again, praying and playing on the ignorance of the general public. Which is why it is so important to inform yourself. Read, read, turn off the CNN, the MSNBC, even the Fox News turn it off read a book man <laughs> jeez um i just want to touch on the target thing so i like this term bud lighted <laughs> this one reporter said that target is going to get bud lighted and they are i just hope that it continues so bud light is giving away their beer because they can't even sell it. Yeah, look at this. Which is which I'm so I might have sent that happy to you. about. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I think that's great. 
And this one guy that I listened to pointed out that the Bud Light boycott is a man thing. And the Target boycott is going to be a woman thing. Okay? Men don't shop shop at Target. Women shop at Target. And there was a big protest that you guys have heard. And they blamed the protesters speaking out saying that they were threatening the employees so that's why they capitulated and moved the merchandise from the front of the store to the back of the store so they're calling remember we talked a little bit about why they're calling they are pretending to be the victim and you're the bad guy but also note that that's not enough for us to move it from the front to the back that's not enough it needs to be gone so also, you've heard about the Satanist. <laughs> he came out and said he doesn't believe in Satan. Satan loves transgender. You know, there was one episode I think we talked about where Satan hates you. The image of God. Exactly. Yep. He hates you. Hates you. Yep. No matter what your politics are, he hates you. Yep. So for them to say... Satan loves you is so stupid. But, I mean, come on, folks. It, it's really getting so insane. Not only do we have this, what is it called, tuck-friendly or whatever, for infants? What is up with that? What, who, what parent wants to buy this crap for their infant? And, and this, so, years ago. Yeah, so... You, you made a comment. Who supports this? And I am willing to bet, not my arm, maybe nine of my ten toes, <laughs> that outside of a handful of lunatics, no one supports this. Mm-mm. But you'll never know it because the media and social media have the biggest microphone mm-hmm. and the tallest box. Mm-hmm. And they will take the sentiment of one or two people and amplify it to the mm-hmm. point where it appears that everyone feels this way and supports this. And I, I can't, it was early on when we started this, we talked about there are more like-minded people mm-hmm. than you realize, conservatives. There are more people that share your values, that uh, have the same concerns, have the same views on, on key things than you realize. And it has been a plan of the left through social media to alienate you and make you think that you are the only person that feels that way and, and ostracize you where you, you're afraid to speak up for fear of retribution. But I am telling you, the majority, the overwhelming majority of people feel the way you do about these things. Yeah, we're, No one supports that shit. We, <laughs> we are the 98%, and they are the 2%. We have to remember that. And that's what we're wrestling with, having a 2% class rule over a ninety percent, a ninety-eight percent people, who are in total disagreement with them, but they've infiltrated all the right places. Yep. They've indoctrinated all the right people. 
they hold all the right positions of power and you know there's no more no more sitting on the sidelines that yeah. no more letting it go no more saying well i won't go to, well i still need to shop at target well i still need to buy a beer to drink no the boycott's working the boycott is huge and and causing companies to feel the pain just know that they the more pain they feel the more you learn how dedicated they are to their ideology over money making nine billion dollars in loss yeah somebody has to focus on that. that yep they're more interested in their ideology and forcing you to believe what they believe yep than they are making money so let that sit for a minute and I guess lastly this thing I mean this is just the same to think years ago well uh, to be openly honest and say yeah we have a Satanist doing our artwork you know we have a Satanist we support a Satanist I mean you know I used to uh, when I there's a passage in Revelation and it is not out of disbelief of scripture but I personally just couldn't imagine or see a scenario where people would willingly and openly worship Satan. Mm. Never saw it. And because in Revelation it says that the whole world worship the dragon. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. No way. Now you're seeing it. Here we are. <laughs> and I know I commented on this on one of the previous podcasts. It might have been a solo one. But we are witnessing the foundation of the end times. Because I'm sure you heard about the anti, no, the terrorist groups like the Daily Signal. I mean, they, they have a list of people who are... Are, are Christian, are God-fearing, uh, have morals. All these entities that are of this ideology are put are on a list. They have a list of us. And if we're associated with that group, we're automatically classified as a terrorist. I mean, and, I mean that's how they do it. Then they say, well, that gives us the grounds to go after that person. So here we are. Because I know we've talked about, like you were saying, how does everybody worship Satan? How did the end times ever come about? Here we are. Witnesses yep. to the foundations of, being laid down of that of the end times. Yep, that antichrist system, that beast system. I yeah. mean, doesn't it all make sense to you? Seeing how we talked about, uh, you know, having a, a identification, like the vaccine card. You can't have business till you have that. I mean, that's just simple jump from that to a chip I mean well, identity theft uh, well if you have a chip there's not going to be any more identity theft right I mean uh, we can see so you got to stand up you got to speak out you can't continue to lay low stand up speak out hold your head up most notably make sure you're grounded in Christ yep because if you're not don't 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 pretend because then they will see right through that. Well, I mean, then, even that, if you don't 
anchor yourself in Christ. You you are going to get caught up and swept away in this yeah. nonsense. Forget what you know they perceive you to be. You need to realize that this is your soul. Your your eternity is is what hangs in the balance. And I don't know how often you hear this, but we mankind people are eternal beings your body is not you your body is just the housing that the real you resides in and occupies while you're here but your soul will go on forever and it will go on forever in one of two places so the only question is where would you spend it and that needs to be at the forefront of your mind as you navigate these waters is this view or is this position going to jeopardize my eternity with christ Uh, and that should be a litmus test for everything because these people are hell-bent on like i said on destroying all that is good Uh, satan wants to destroy the image of god anything good he is the enemy of he despises anything that is good anything that is right and that is the this is where the battle is these things that we deal with on a daily basis are incidental but this is about your eternity and and where you're going to spend it all right folks once again thank you for watching thank you for your feedback continue to reach out to us at the greg and dave show at outlook.com the greg letter n dave show at outlook.com Until next time, stay safe. Peace.